Oh, I see you. Warming up to the week here with some Usher. Happy birthday, Usher. All right, let's take the hips down, low, to the left, to the right, and back and around. Back and around. Good. You know, I did a big uh, Zumba masterclass, is what they're called, for two hours on this rich ladies' tennis court um, in the West Valley. On Saturday, raise money for breast cancer research. So, yeah, I'll put photos on Fazy at Instagram. And yeah, it was good, tiring, and I got sunburned. Uh, so, we got to sponsor some lawyers. Okay. Uh, lawyer's office wants to sponsor. Wow. Us. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Perfect for us. This episode of the LAAF podcast is brought to you by a new sponsor. Well, hello, my name is Alice Shark. And I'm Adam Nothershark. We are lawyers. We are lawyers. Have you been stupid and slipped and fallen? We are lawyers. We are lawyers. What's important in any case is whose fault it is and who gets the money. You should have money. You should get the money. Were you stupid and accidentally closed your garage door on your car and killed your spouse? It's the garage door company's fault. We'll get you the money you deserve. That's right. And we'll We'll get you the money that you don't deserve. That's right. That's a shark and another shark. Call a shark and another shark at law. We are real lawyers. When it's time to practice law, you need lawyers with law degrees on the wall in their office. My degrees have a special border around them. That's Adam Another Shark and Alice Shark. A shark and another shark. Attorneys at law will find out whose fault it is. Well, thank you very much, you guys, for the sponsorship of our podcast. I guess you didn't hear the episode where we hate lawyers. Yeah, don't say that, Jimmy. We don't want to lose our sponsors. We we like these particular lawyers because they gave us money we didn't deserve. We're selling out now to the corporations. Come on. Yeah. If, you, um, if you're like uh, the people who well, spilled the oil or um, if you test on animals at all. Yeah, or touch Olympic available. athletes for 40 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you deny, like if you're the people who denied that there was anything dangerous about cigarettes, we're available. We'll advertise for you. We have no morals or scruples. <laughs> we're um, LAAF. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And now we get free legal advice from a shark and another shark. It's another cloudy day. It's supposed to get windy this afternoon. There's a windy wind advisory, which could mean fires, but we'll see. It's been kind of rained and a little uh, cloudy. It's like girl? fall is here. It don't matter, girl. This is what I'm telling you. Alright? I don't get those dulcet tones. I don't get those deep, those vibrating tones. <laughs> if I strain myself. I sound all wacky. I know, I know. Yeah. This music is so relaxing it's a little too relaxing you might yeah, say yeah i know right yeah it's pretty uh it's yeah it's too tame you know yeah so uh, we got to get ourselves psyched up it's a brand new week yesterday was columbus day so i'm considering that part of the weekend you know what i'm saying like everyone was off i was off were um, you off were you off of your job? No, I I acted and sang and acted all day long. Oh, no, but, you should um, have taken it off. It's a national holiday, Columbus Day. I'll we, tell you all about we it. We actually call it Indigenous Peoples Day oh, now. Boy. Yeah, forget okay. Columbus Day. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, uh, at least it's some recognition we could give to the Native Americans. It's pretty shitty, but yeah. that's something. Are you psyched? Are you Are you ready? Are you prepared? Yeah, Grace. get some beats. Let's go. Well, come on. Get moving okay. around. Give it a stretch. Okay. Jesus. 
We are back in the game. Woo! You use such lovely big words. I like big words. What does it mean? Awkward, shitty conversation. That'd be a real rarity around here, wouldn't it? Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Nothing can stop us. This. You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Coming to you live now, Jimmy's taking a, a s- selfie, not a shelfie. Oh, come on. I'm in the official L.A. hat. Yes. Yes, we do have those hats available. Um, and there's a link on our Instagram. Yeah, link in our bio on the Instagram to purchase the official LAAF trucker, trucker hat. It's perfect it's for a hat, trucking. Not a cap. It's perfect for anything that rhymes with trucking. Ooh. Okay. Check out those pics of our model on Instagram. Hello, nurse. <laughs> Come on. It's the LAF podcast. Please follow us. We're expanding. We're always growing with you, for you. Into you, <laughs> like a weird tree root, just, just growing into straight ear. into your ear. Nothing weird. <laughs> Chill, everybody. It's right? Halloween. It's L A. L A A F podcast on the Instagram and on the Twitter, and you can go to our Facebook page, L A F podcast. You know the stuff. Do the thing. Sign up for the deal. A patreon.com slash LAAF where all the true supporters uh, support us with a <laughs> dollar a month. Dollar uh, a month. Those uh, those sounds that you hear echoing in here, here in the hallowed, hallowed. LAAF AF. Halls, halls of podcasting. Sting, 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 the sting. echoes. I'm just going to turn this echo down because it's a little <laughs> too much echo, actually. Echo, echo. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's getting spooky in here. No, there she is, over there, sitting there. Uh, she's the hardest working lady in showbiz. Come on, she's a boss ass bitch. Sitting across the oaken lined table from me is an actress, a creatrix, a singstress, a dancestress, uh, LA's newest, hottest uh, Zumba teacher. Check her out. You know what? Go in and check her out wherever hot MILF booties are bouncing up and down. You'll find your uh, host. She truly boasts the most from both coasts. She's here all day, all right? She's not giving it away. She's great, Come on. Come on, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Five, six, seven, eight. And that's the other guy. Now, folks, we can't uh, wait to tell you about the oil spill. We've got some updates about that down there in Huntington Beach. Yeah, it's very important. We had a correspondent last week. It was... uh intriguing interview go back and listen to the we did yes Mm -hmm. go back and listen to a guest caller yeah you'll hear real residents of orange county all right dealing with the problem in Mm -hmm. real time well one week ago time yeah there are a lot of good updates we've got coming up today it's an interesting day some interesting birthdays and oh yeah sure sure i get it 
I get it. It's Usher's birthday, but it's also, well, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, it's David Lee Roth's birthday, you know, stuff like that. Entertainment news. The moon is uh, waxing. Oh, does that mean getting bigger? Yes, you learned pagan things. I'm so proud of you. I need more. Oh, man, more you. Okay. Yeah. All right, that sounds good. See that? That's good stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I'm looking at this quote here by Aleister Crowley, whose birthday it is today, that said that dolphins had always believed that they were far more intelligent than man. Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dolphins. Well, if you think about it, like some of the more, uh, the chimpanzees and the dolphins and stuff, some, some of your more intelligent animals, mm-hmm. like they really kind of have it going on. They survive on way less. You know, but they still have the intelligence and the imagination and the tool using. And yeah, building. dolphins aren't wearing shorts. They don't. They don't need sunglasses. Yeah. Further, they don't need exactly. fur coats and wetsuits out there in the ocean. What's better evidence that you don't need a Lamborghini to be cool than looking at a dolphin? Yeah, or a chimpanzee. You ever seen a dolphin driving a Lamborghini? I First, did actually just yeah, over in on Los the Angeles, one. Yeah, I the- mean. So there's new, we tried to watch the No Time to Die, uh, you know, the new James Bond. It just I was very came out excited. in the theaters. You can only see it in the theaters. So now that there's so been streaming, think about this? we are not going to accept any kind of delay in our delivery of our product, Hollywood. I so, guess they're not successful enough with even putting it up online for like $20. I mean, because that's what they were doing with the, like on Amazon, the new releases are like 20 bucks. Well, people, there's probably a whole part of Hollywood that wants to keep the theatrical movies yeah. a thing so that people go and it's watch whole, movies with their masks on, I guess. Yeah, it's that whole Quentin Tarantino idea of like, you should see it in the theater and it should be on film and it's super nerdy. It's like the Steven Spielberg <laughs> thing, yeah. Well, Just put um, a price on it. I mean, I would wa- I would have watched it in my home last night for up to like 25 bucks, probably. LA is just doubling down on these mask mandates. Basically, oh. they're re- Requiring vaccination now as of November 4th to mm. enter bars, restaurants, gyms, salons, movie theaters. No. So to go to a movie, you have to show your proof of vaccination. It's really going to cut down on all the on a lot of business for people uh, because not everybody. I mean, people will just straight it's up. It's about 20 percent of people in L.A. or yeah. California that aren't vaccinated. 20 percent of them. 20 percent is a fairly big hit for your business. Some to take people are, a movie like, theater. are like, uh, well, and a lot of people don't aren't going anyway. But holy shit, what's going to happen to that one movie theater that couldn't afford the cleaning or the air conditioning remember that place oh yeah they're no, done for i think so they're oh and the big strike we yeah, gotta talk about the, the big IATSE. strike later i mean you're a professional actor you're actually in the biz so mm-hmm. i need to ask you about that i say we stand with our brothers stand with the crew okay yeah, oh well the it's the crew yeah you gotta stand with those they'll beat you up This building is filled with some dumb fucking people. You're listening to LAAF. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. 250,000 pounds of oil debris collected from Orange County shores as beaches reopen. Dan, dog. 
So Huntington Beach City and State Beaches did reopen this Monday morning as cleanup crews continued their work combing the shores for vestiges of oil and tar. Officials says 5,400 gallons of oil have been collected from vessels and 250,000 pounds of oil debris. Yeah. Oy. Well, uh, but well, it does show now non-detectable amounts of oil toxins in the water. And so you can go swimming if you want, guys. Should we go swimming down at the beach? Oh, you can go swimming again. Because for the last few days, the whole story, it was really the funny. The beaches are open. Cause it's, so I it's, assume you can get in. Well, it's its 20 degrees colder than even than it, than it was. Than and it was a week ago. And it was cold. <laughs> it, it was cold. Uh, it was a cold year on average for the water anyway. So like no one swam all year. Swammed? No one swammed all year. Okay. Um, swammed? It's just swam. No one swam all year. That's what I said. Oh. Well, I said swamped. <laughs> um, that's the same thing. It's been cold. It's been cloudy. It's windy. It's been yeah. an interesting year here. But there's um, those. Uh, but there's, still sunny. There's those oil biscuits on the beach and those little uh, and uh, uh, little dollops. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty disgusting. I've seen those. I've gotten them stuck on my foot before. Oh no! I did that. I was. We had just landed at the beach. I was so excited. I took my shoes off. And as I bounded towards the water for the first time that day, I stuck my left heel directly into a huge bit of what you said was natural tar that drifts up from the ocean. But in any case. Did I say that? Yes. Wow. Um, Well, it's interesting because (laughs) Huntington Beach coastline in 1940 was lined with oil derricks. So... They used to really have a booming business there. And it turns out that this pipeline that was destructed. Destructed. Destroyed. (laughs) Hey, come on. Destroyed. Listen, you guys, if you go to LA, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash LAAF, um, we can uh, just sign up for like a dollar a month and we'll be able to use that money for speech therapy for the hosts. You know, and, and that will free us up to be able to look up words as well. So when we're saying words, we'll like pronounce more of them correctly. We will know more words. And so we'll know the right word to say sometimes, you know, well, more times if you give the dollar a month. Thank you very much. It, it turns out that a large vessel's anchor probably hit the pipeline um, about a year ago off the coast of Orange County. Oh, so yeah, yeah, exa- yeah I it heard knocked that. Mm-hmm. the casing 100 feet from its original location and then it was further damaged recently and it actually spilled everywhere. But I'm, my question is why in one year did they not discover that? Well, they said it was checked in October 2020 and it was still there. So it was not checked for a year? Well, one, one account from a guy who was trying to explain it that I heard on the radio was that it was, it was stretched and pulled into a U-shape mm. during the incident a year ago and only broke, you know, but I it was see. exposed like and weakened because of that damage one year ago. Yeah. Someone so should have I, something seen like that, that I don't it. know. Yeah. But well, they need divers to go under there and, and... Well, they inspect once a year. They inspect the inside one year and the outside the next year. Okay. That can't be... Yeah, maybe the inside and the outside once a year. Let's just get on that. Um, so the Ayatsi strike vote. Yes. Right? Is that how you say that? I don't know. Yahtzee? <laughs> Yahtzee. Yes, I think that's how you say it. It's okay. The show's still happening. It's fine. <laughs> Nothing happened. What are you talking about? We were talking about the Yahtzee strike vote. Um, TV crews are saying uh, what is on a lot. 
of other workers' mind, known quaintly and slightly condescendingly as below-the-line workers. Ooh, yes. Ostensibly because production costs are listed separately on a budget and on the call sheet. Or, I don't know. And on uh, the call sheet, it doesn't generally list. That's not where the line is. It's on the budget, yeah. Below the fees for writers, actors, producers, and directors, this disparate group includes costume designers, cinematographers, production designers, gaffers, and grips. So everybody that works... Yeah, everybody that all everyone who runs the camera, the lights, costumes, makeup, wardrobe, everyone everything. that does yeah. the work. It well, is IATSE or IATSE. What's it stand for? Um, it's sorry. People also call it the IA, <laughs> and uh, they they call it the overarching organization, the International. I treat her like my personal Siri throughout the whole show, and then I get mad at her for she's looking at her phone. I'm like, hey, what are you looking at your phone for? Because the nine things you told me to Google, you punk bitch. <laughs> she's not she's not mean enough to say shit it like stands that, but the, I know what she's thinking. This, I mean, this should be your union. It may be your union one day, Jimmy, if you oh, keep yeah. at your crew work here in L.A., but it is uh, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. <laughs> Mo- yeah. And then it goes on to say moving picture technicians, artists, and allied crafts of the United States, its territories, and Canada. Yeah. So, but the actual words stand for International Alliance Theatrical Stage Employees, which is interesting, which is probably why they still call film and TV theatrical here in LA, which was confusing to me at the beginning since I thought that might be related to theater. Yeah, I thought but that no, too. But no, that's. Yes. It is so, the first time in IATSE's 128-year history that members have authorized a strike, and if the Producers Alliance thinks the move is just a bit of public theater, then they haven't been paying attention. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Well, hey, we support you guys um, uh, because who, uh, who? Uh, uh, I mean, like, uh, be- besides the background, who's ignored more than the crew, you know? Like, uh, it's just like almost an inconvenience, but without... Without them, there there truly is no movie. Like, I mean, you've done we everybody's done little independent projects where there's no professional makeup person, no professional uh, what did it say wardrobe person mm-hmm. was in there. Sound, oh my god! Like, if you you could do a project and be completely like do a great job, but then if the sound is garbage, it's done. So. Especially with the way everyone's producing their own content now with your phones, I think maybe even just the general layman understands what production quality means. Yeah. That production quality, shooting something on your phone with no good lighting and no good all this is one thing. And most of the people that you're following on YouTube and those influencers influencers that you like on Instagram are using some level of professional camera, professional makeup, hair, costume, and um, lighting. Yeah, go Yahtzee. And then sound if you're doing video. So yeah, it's pretty important. I mean... Go Yahtzee, SAG supports you. SAG, SAG and Yahtzee together forever. Making out. Why do we care what she thinks about anything? This woman strikes me as another empty-headed, self-involved member of the Hollywood Ignorati. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much, Grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, Woo-hoo! honey. To help. Helping accomplish. Well, 
Well, this is one of the unexpected here. I'm renaming the segment. This is many unexpected things about Grace, right? Let's love, just make this I about you. I love the you. doors. And as a teenager, I used yeah. to have that black and white um, photograph of Jim Morrison wearing the beads. When she's beat, beat, beat booping. When she's beat, right beat, beat booping with bed, the satin dolls. Right over my teenage bed taped on the ceiling. Yeah, you don't expect her to be such a, a Doors fan or such a, a Janis Floyd Joplin fan. fan. And uh, we forgive her for being a Janis Joplin fan. That's okay. Um, uh, so did you know that we used puffery in our last episode when we were kind of talking ourselves up there at the end of the um, oh. end of the episode? Anyway, well, I'm when a I, fan. as I was listening to that, I was like, ooh, that's puffery, one of our, one of our uh, words. Okay. Um, the moon is waxing crescent, so... It's kind of like we got a little restart and now everything's picking up again. I'm honestly just exhausted. I had a long day yesterday. Um, uh, requiring a, w- a lot of focus, like memorizing a ton of lines for my upcoming show, which is Saturday, October 16th. Please come see it. It's going to be at the Federal Bar in North Hollywood. Tickets are uh, 20 bucks. You can get them in advance. And there's food, drinks, and I'm hosting. I'm doing comedy. It'll be super fun. My girls are dancing and singing, tap dancing and singing. It's just going to be a lot of fun. And um, yeah, tickets are going myself. fast. Jimmy the will rare, be there. You can say the hi. The rare doing of a thing. My bass player will be there. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be fun. And I can <laughs> come say hi to you because I'm going to be One of working the players. house. Baby. She gets around when it comes to bass players, let's just say. To be a jazz musician in L.A., you need a <laughs> list of everybody yeah. since everyone books out their gigs or did pre-pandemic. So I have a whole list of like trumpeters and then like piano players. It's like 10 of each. Um, you know the list of folks to work with because I'm going to give them money. Come on. In any case, it's just been a little tiring. Memorizing lines is is tiring. I procrastinate and then I feel like there's like the stress overlaying if I feel like I have to be learning songs and, and lines. You're lucky. I can't procrastinate because I, I'm not fast at it. You're super fast at it. I've seen you memorize I, because you put the pressure on yourself. I've seen you memorize crazy amounts of text like overnight. But mm. but I can't even do that. Like, I know I don't have the capacity, so I'm like, oh, we're a month away. I better memorize one sentence today. Well, <laughs> I wish and I pray to be acting, singing, and dancing every day. And I actually did that this weekend. I had a lot of dancing, a lot of acting, a lot of singing, but it does require a lot of brain power. Oh, and yeah. I just feel a little bit fried out today. Um, yeah, I did a recording session with this song, and then I had the option to shoot a self-tape, which would have meant memorizing another three pages of dialogue once I got home at 4 p.m. What was the role? Was it um, oh, was Karen no. Karenson and Karening yes. the two? Karen Karening all the black people in town? This was particularly a short <laughs> film written by two African-American women in which I would have played oh. an extremely Wait. racist white corporate woman. Oh, so who has redemption in the end though right no completely irredeemably white racist oh so i could have learned all the lines and maybe i should have if i'd had the morning off but the fact that it already stuffed my brain full of lines um i just kind of crashed crashed early yeah that's when you do some math. I, I think I, I just kind of like... Uh, you were like, how much does the project yeah, we pay? Yeah, walked, we walked yeah. through some math on it, and we are like, hey, the project pays this much, and I want to do it this much, and uh, okay, here we are. Because all of these <laughs> auditions we do, and the fact that we now basically do full production for them, you have to set up your lights, your camera, your hair, yeah. your makeup, you know, is time that yeah. I will never be paid for unless I get a call back and then I get the part. So yeah. we know that as actors. You can't complain about it. You can't whine about it. It's yeah, what the job is. You, you do, you do get the to... self-tapes when you can. 
You do get to pick and choose which of those you're actually going to do, though, because it's just like, if I do all of these, I'll be doing these all day long, day in and day out. And I don't even care. Like, I don't even care. Like, you're not hot or you're not, you know, uh, the usual typical leading man look. Like, there's enough auditioning to be done online and in person in Los Angeles that, uh, that like, you could do it all day. That's yeah, why absolutely. you have to be smart about it and go for stuff that pays well, go for stuff that you're probably going to get because it's your type, you know, shit like that. I don't know. I don't do it. What am I talking about? Yeah, it takes a lot of, a lot of work, but it's fun. In any case, moving on, it's going to be a good week. I'll see you all on Saturday at the Federal Bar. Oh, yeah. And, did I um, say I'll be there? Because, I mean, I think people are really looking forward did. to that part. You already said that, yeah. Okay. So we'll see what happens when they require this vaccination. Um, and when are they going to just lift the mandate in general in LA? If they can have it, they'll have We're it. We're the only people county doing it. this. Well, but also like, you've got all these... You've, you've got all these like mandates basically rule after rule after rule that like really no one's really going to obey. Like I'm kind of looking forward to not taking my vaccine pass anywhere and seeing, eh, eh, just see if you want me to buy your shit or not. Well, you have a photo of it on your phone, right? <laughs> nah. Uh, I'll I just have see it on it, me in my wallet. I'll just and get there. I'll get there and they'll be like vaccine passport, please. And I'll be like, oh, shoot, I forgot it. Whatever. You want me to buy your shit or not? You want me then to you're supposed to go get a negative COVID test. I don't if care. You don't have that. I don't care. Like, no, like, I'm just not going to have it. I do this all the time with ID. I love leaving the house without my ID because you're really not supposed to. And it's like, uh, watch me. Watch me, kids. I don't have it. I don't know. What are you going to do? Like, oh, not sell me booze? Okay, great. It's your 20 bucks you don't get. I don't... Isn't that inconvenient to just not have the things you need with you? Kind of, but when it's a big pile of paperwork, now you need license, registration, proof of insurance. Yeah, it's called having a wallet that you carry. But it's just so many things, and it's like... Personally, I don't even, without even any politics being behind it or whatever, like personally, it's just too many stuff to like remember. I got already important stuff. I got this recorder, I got this bong, I got these keys, like it's all my stuff I actually need. And then there's all these papers that these jerk offs are telling me to carry around. This is the wrong segment for that. (laughs) Anyways, flowers and walks. (laughs) I've been thinking about how to resell some of my, uh, my vintage dresses and trying to decide between Etsy, Poshmark, or ThreadUp. Um, yeah, so I'll get back to you guys about that. I do have a goal. I'm going to try to choreograph two more Zumba dances this week in the midst of all of it. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually going to go to one of these Zumba classes. I want to see how it works. Yeah, well, the first one I'm going to have outdoors in a park, so that'll be that. Yeah, Zumba and yoga. These are the things coming That's up that I'm going to... That's what I do. That's yeah. what see? I do in I'm order of that order. I'm going to eat my pride as a man and do this shit. Yeah, it's uh, good for you. Okay, there's some men in my classes. Yeah. They get a lot of attention. Then you go out there and you voice your opinions like a star. I truly don't like you as a person. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Shyman guy, enough. He's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit.
like cake? I love cake. I've actually had a weird amount of cupcakes this weekend. What's weird? I mean, I've had four cupcakes in three days. Okay. I had two on Friday night at that Halloween party. Then they had a special one for the Zumba party, which after I danced for two hours, I definitely ate in my car. It was a vanilla. So I had a chocolate one, chocolate cake, then, and a vegan. Exercise events with snack cakes afterwards are suspect. Um, it's the best way to do it. <clears throat> Thank you. That's my aphorism of today. Uh, well, you don't know what's always in that delicious cake, do you, Grace? No, huh? sometimes there's a creamy jelly filling. It might be sour cream. Ew. Yeah, see, you or just like, said... There uh, may have been sour cream in your favorite cake. Right, you, but sugar, too, so you can't really tell it's sour cream. Well, there's balance, you know? Yeah, Would sure. it have been better with uh, something other than sour cream? Something that... It could uh, be a savory cake. Uh, egg or something. You know, who knows? Like, how would you have put together this cake, you know, versus how was it actually put together? Are you trying together? to tell me to do more baking? No, would you, no it's a metaphor, man. Okay? <laughs> Excuse me. So I'm the cake or... No. Oh. You're, you're... Well, maybe you are a cake. No, we we like we don't know how shit turned out this way, you know, is what I'm saying. So the cake is universe, the universe. Well, the the cake is just whatever we got now, you know. Mm-hmm. And and like um uh you know you you might be putting together uh uh you, you might have a party, right? Yeah, we're gonna have a party. Okay, so you're throwing a party, right? Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, there, there's uh, some cheese dip, right? Yep. And That's not going in the cake. There's your Republican friend, right? They show up. Um, Those are related. There's some cake. There's some different kinds of booze. There's, uh, oh, oh, gosh, our buddy uh, uh, um, Ari comes, right? Mm. And we, just on a whim, happen to have this one kind of booze that's like his favorite. Right, right. right. And then he tells a story about uh, uh, this one time when he was in Ohio. And our Republican friend is from Ohio. Oh, and okay. he tells a story. And then they both know the same song because... And uh, they're covid to hands reach into the cheese dip okay, at the same time. Okay, back up time. with the COVID, all right? I'm making a beautiful metaphor, all right? <laughs> so so, so, anyways, so so maybe you would have looked at some, one of these pieces. Like, I look at the cheese dip. I'm like, I'm not eating the cheese dip. I'm saving myself for the cake, right? Yeah. And you look at the Republican guy, and you're like, oh, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, but, but, but. <laughs> uh, but a week later, I don't want to talk to that guy, right? Right. We have nothing in common, right? But a week later, we're all sitting around going, holy shit, that was a great party. We told you told that story. We listened to that, and then we got on that jag of listening to the whole album of that one band, and we right. put, you know, we put the, you know, it ended up being a great party, even though these weird, disparate elements were involved in it, right? So, right. so like, may, like maybe during in the moment, right, or during just your life, you're working toward a goal or some shit like that, you know. Uh, and weird stuff is going on, mm-hmm. you know, or or like you're ashamed of your past, you know. You're ashamed of like uh, some of the elements of like we, you know oh hey we all have trauma right <laughs> right but like uh, uh but like like I was homeschooled and brought up in a cult right mm-hmm. but that is part of the cake and like a lot of you know and like someone who cult is cake. well someone who's my friend now 
likes the way I am and right. and appreciates the way I and but part of that is some stuff that neither of us really you know neither of us Shows, yeah. But it made this, you know. I'm yes. like pointing to myself. Yes. You see what I mean? But that can be the case with that can be like the case with with any situation, you know. Like, and and like it can be the case with like hard work, which was the other thing I was going to talk about in in this, which is the that like hard work is like bullshit, right? And it's what your dad tells you to do, and it's what your parents tell you to do, and it's what your teacher tells you to do, and it's what the Republicans pride themselves on, you know? And so it's like got this like dirty connotation to it, but like it is this like essential spice in the whatever you're trying to pull off in your life. Yeah, when you dip the accidental orange juice inside of the cake that you didn't mean to, but it's going to add so much labor you really got to mix it in with a lot of hard work and some forearm power am i helping <laughs> this helped this helped a lot yeah we really <laughs> well no uh, yeah hard work is good for well you. and i think there's some i think i think there's some instances in life where you get where you get your 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 you get cake and you don't know what how it's sort of just like accidental cake, you know, like people with talent, mm. you know, I'm glad I don't have any talent because this is the case with people with talent, right? Like they're good at acting. They're good at singing. You know, they're good looking, you know, they, they're, they're just talented without trying at something, you know, mm-hmm. and so they lean on that mm. and they never really acquaint themselves with the, the idea of the like there's some unpleasant shit that you got to go through to get where you're at. You know, and and so like there is such a thing. Are talking about me when I was nineteen? Yeah, I don't know anybody that just sticks with something that they're naturally good at. You know, like I was never naturally good at anything, so I don't know what that's like. But like, <laughs> <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, okay. Like, um, I I took apart a bicycle when I was very young, and I was like, I can take this apart and put it together. Like, I'm naturally good at this. If I had stuck with bicycle repair. I would probably have more money right now, really. <laughs> but you wanted to try different things. Well, yeah. And yet they all blend into the same beautiful cake. Well, I love knows? that metaphor. The homeschooling, bicycle repair, cults, you know, trauma. You know, it just all made you what you are today. And and, and so the- was it bad? Yeah. It wasn't really it's bad. It's just a little salty. Yeah, calm down, everyone. Every cake <laughs> needs some salt. You're cheating! And I don't want to play no more. I hate this. You know, for someone who's super, super hot, you're really cranky. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? Yes. All melding into one thing. It's National Farmer Day. Okay. I actually have yet to go to the Pasadena uh, Farmer's Market. I believe it's on Thursday evenings. But most places in the world have farmer's markets where you can get local produce, which is sort of amazing. Uh, Grace, what's the difference between a garden and a farm? A farm is larger and has produces vegetables and things to consume on a larger scale than a garden. A garden does not necessarily have to have vegetables. It could just have herbs and flowers. That's pretty close. But actually, actually, well, actually. Okay, go ahead. Where's a man's planter get his water? <laughs> um, uh, uh, the well. So, because I just looked it up this morning, because it is 
Farmer's Day. Mm. Uh, a garden is for uh, home use and uh, uh, whatever's grown it is is used at the home. And a, and a farm, whatever's grown in it, is uh, used by multiple families uh, sold, basically, mm-hmm. for commercial for production. So yeah. commercial production, but uh, like a display-only garden, such as the Huntingdon Garden, even though it's commercial, it's still a garden because mm-hmm. it's display-only. Huh? Yeah, you can't purchase the things there. This is I why. just sometimes steal the grapes and maybe the lemons from the trees. Oh, yeah, and I tried to eat it. I was on mushrooms there one time, and I tried to eat a cactus, and that was a bad idea. It had a, <laughs> gave me a real scratchy throat kind of thing for a while. It looked so fuzzy and cute. Yeah, and it, it really, like, the red part of that cactus, it looked really delicious inside. The prickly like pear? Like some sort of delicious jelly, you know? I've seen the squirrels eat those prickly pears. Yeah, if a squirrel can eat it, I can eat it. Well, no. No, Jimmy, you cannot. You can. You just got to take the spines out and maybe, you know, grow them yourself. Uh, yesterday, farm. we obviously, we missed uh, Columbus Day and Indigenous Peoples Day. Native I don't know. American Day, the second Monday in October. should not be on the same day. Well, it's about Columbus reclaiming. killed a shitload of Indigenous people. Have you guys not got the fucking memo? What's happening here? That's the whole point of it, is to no longer celebrate Columbus Day. So the fact take that it you on. mentioned it's it. It's right here on the website. Well, the website. Okay, I mean, I knew this years ago, right? They're two, they're two, they're two beats away from. But you know what else is a national national day? And I won't. I'm just gonna tease it right now. Remember we talked about teasing things. I thought we weren't going to discuss that here on the podcast. Okay, I know this is a peek behind the curtain. Put the later, feathers down later. <laughs> Not teasing. Holy shit. You don't know. You guys don't know what it's like. Well, President Biden did issue a proclamation to observe this October 11th yesterday as a day to honor Native Americans. And he's the first president to do so. I feel like he's not. I feel like other presidents have done stuff to honor Native Americans, man. No, he is. He's the first proclamation to officially honor, Well, we missed to officially recognize Indigenous Peoples Day. We missed a big birthday coming up mm-hmm. uh, in in birthdays. Okay, so we'll do that, and it'll be exciting. I'll be excited about it. I've already prepared something for it. You're because, teasing it so well, yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm excited. It's a big celebrity birthday, and I'm never excited about those because I think it's just, man, just, you know, celebrities. Okay. Horse, bullshit, right? Check this Mass out, though. hysteria. Columbus Day was originally founded as a way to appreciate the mistreatment of Italian-Americans, and Congress made it a federal holiday in 1934. Yes, that's right. And then when you try that's to cancel, when you try to cancel Columbus Day, the Italian American community community gets up in arms and doesn't want you to. So you're always hurting someone. Stop cancel. You can't. You got to have both, I guess. That's why they're both on the website. That's- okay. So wait, was Christopher Columbus Italian? Yes. So his name wasn't Christopher. Oh wait, no, he was Spanish. No, he was Italian. Was he? Yeah. Oh, Cristofo Colombo, he worked, he would have said. He worked for the Spanish... They did, funded his trip, Isabella, yeah, okay. Isabella from and, Spain. Yeah, and Ferdinand. And her husband, something. Fred. <laughs> I mean, I learned this in second grade, I think. But yeah, why didn't I learn about all the indigenous tribes hey. that lived in my area? Guess what tomorrow is, well? though. Hey, Grace, guess, mm. guess what tomorrow is? It's... Na- uh, it's um, it's National Herpes Awareness Day. Oh no! Yeah, I don't want to be aware. Well, you can look at pictures online if you want to be. Just aware. use protection, people. It's it's really common. I know several people with it, and it never goes away. Guess what's right next to National Herpes Awareness? I'm screenshotting oh, this. Okay, what? 
<laughs> What's oh no oh no what have I done look National Herpes Awareness Day right next to sharing space with National Eminem Day not the rapper the candy the candy interesting and we celebrated if this- you have a cold sore do not share M and M's at a party next to the cheese dip you will be you will be in all kinds of costume next uh, due to your job probably yes my job requires me to wear ridiculous costumes and take them off but tomorrow. Can you celebrate National No Bra Day? No, because it becomes painful. Oh. Oh, oh brag. <laughs> Look at her. Oh, no. <laughs> when your saying... big boobs McGee over here, it gets a little painful. <laughs> yes, you know, I have to okay, wear a bra. Dolly especially if Sorry. I'm jumping and exercising, I often wear two bras. Wow. Two sports bras. Huh? But, um... Sometimes I go, I hey, go when so, I'm home. Hey, hey. I like to not wear a bra. Sometimes I go with a couple bras to work out. Ah, uh, very, very good. It's also National Pet Obesity Day tomorrow. Okay, so get that fucking pug on a fucking treadmill. Losers. That, that, there's got to be some TikTok videos out of that pug on a treadmill. Um, it I'm is sure. National Savings Day today, which oh. is such a grown-up thing. Let's but spend it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I finally started a savings account, what, last year or something? Like, yeah. very recently. And it is kind of nice, guys. It's a good idea. And the other thing I did was I, I split my stuff into two banks, which also helps me somehow have more money if I keep them separate. Well, uh, but plus, and like, then, it, yeah, put if you're money not, in different accounts, kind of. If you're not saving for, like, retirement yet because you're super young and hot like us, um, you can save for crappy one, you know, like trips and gear and crappy one. Don't have any kids, though. <laughs> you got to spend it all on your kids. You look like you got teabagged by a birthday clown. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. Up, 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 hey, up, uh, uh, look. Once upon a time, and I heard that that was ugly. Came from a bitch who nigga wanna fuck on me. my face, bomb, ass tight, racks, deco, shack, height, jury on me, flashlight. I've been listening since last night, hit him with that. I know that's right Big bag bustin' out the belly band Take a member, let's see I can party back And all these bitches fuck It's big bags bustin' out the belly The only one that makes sense Both as a national day and And as a national birth Or, and as a famous birthday Cardi B 28 years old Jesus Christ <laughs> she's, it's tr- she's a child uh, Sharing a birthday with Luke Perry that's a Generation X guy. Yeah. 90210. Wait, is he the one that died? Yeah, he died in 2019. Oh, yeah. Oh, he just died. Damn, fool. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, well, happier news. Um, I do, before we do all these amazing famous birthdays that we have, I did have to say that it's also National Gumbo Day today. Have you ever had gumbo? We are going to New Orleans, and we're meeting up with my cousin, and we're going to have some... Well, I'll have it there. ...real gumbo. Oh, you know what, though? Um, Meat and shellfish. Hmm. I lived in a town where there was a really good, authentic um, Louisiana restaurant, and they had actual gumbo, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah, they went down and visited Louisiana Because they got the okra in there. But we're going to New Orleans. We're going to the real deal. Yeah, right. as As real as you can get in America, anyway, for that kind of thing. It's not French cooking or Spanish cooking. It's all blended together like gumbo in a pot. Hey, a happy birthday to weird Christian actor Kirk Cameron today. 
Huh? Why are they all? Why do they all have Kirk or Cameron? Like those are such like. Oh well, there's a whole Kirk family. Douglas, Cameron Crow. There's like, a whole family of. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, Kirk James Crow, Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's a weirdo too. Yeah. Okay, can we don't, just say hey, James Cameron? If you're listening, don't, I didn't mean it. I want to work for you. It's cool. Happy birthday to Hugh Jackman, a class act. Oh yeah. He can play anything. He's Wolverine. He's yeah. he's the guy. He's curly in Oklahoma. Yeah. He can do ballet. He can one sing the, like an angel. One of the Hollywood hunks that w- that we agree on, you know. And he met his wife Deborah. Three way hall pass for sure. Ugh, he's too old. <laughs> um, but he met his wife Deborah when they were um, in. Uh, <clears throat> She was the, a huge soap opera star in Australia, and he was just like the young, up-and-coming, younger guy. And they've been married and together this whole time and have kids, which is very rare, as they say in Hollywood, for people to stay together that long. And the fact that she's a little older than him, there have been a lot of, like, you know, hateful... There's been hateful media about that because all the young women want to be with Hugh Jackman, but he's just loyal. Well, and so that gives me an additional level of respect for Cause him. Because you, know you, you know where you got to go to get some Hugh Jackman? You gotta go to a Hugh Jackman movie, right? There's not really you don't see him all over Twitter. Maybe no, you tweet no. something. He's just he works. He's yeah, an actor. he just works and he shuts the fuck up like every actor should, and and that's it. And that's why it's like he's a level above in my head of all yeah. these other people. Those Australians who like, do it right, honestly. Like Kate Blanchett does that. Nicole Kidman, little yeah. Bit. Um, uh, Luciano Pavarotti. Oh, hey, I was just saying, huh? He did pass away, but he's one of the great uh, t- Italian tenors. So go ahead and listen to some opera in honor of uh, Luciano today. Yeah, I'm usually anti. Pavarotti. Yeah, I'm usually anti singing, but I'll allow <laughs> it today in honor of Pavarotti. Okay, I'm scared looking at this picture of Alistair Crowley. He looks as freaky as his resume is. Yeah. Um, it is his birthday. He was born in 1875, and don't worry, he won't come and get you. He passed away in 1946. Um, so interestingly, um, he's an occultist. He was a ceremonial magician. He founded the religion of Thelema, identifying himself as the prophet entrusted with guiding humanity into the Aeon of Horus in the early 20th century. So I am pagan. I'm interested in this sort of thing, but I steer away from Aleister Crowley because of his personal history with kind of what a con man he was, uh. um, working with Jack Parsons in that whole world. And also sex weirdo. And, and also um, the way that he was interested in sort of a darker pagan side, which is not what I'm into. Yeah. Interestingly, one of the things he says, I looked up quotes, is um, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. So that was this whole idea of his... Um, religion, which is do what thou wilt. Well, the traditional Wiccan saying is do what thou wilt harm none, okay. which comes from way back um, in Middle English, basically, where they used to say that, uh, 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 and ye harm none, do what you will. Cool. So that's a whole idea. Do it. And anyway, it's sort of theology, great- these kinds of breaking these things down, but I think it's important that we say, and harm none, because do what thou wilt could mean that they're allowing all kinds of like killing and things like that to be okay. Okay, that's uh, There's all. a great uh, little documentary series on last podcast on the left at the mm. at the threat of advertising another podcast. Oh, we love that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I do love that one. Um, and it, there's a pretty good series on Aleister Crowley that details some of his weirder uh, sex things and weirder, just uh, all of the weirdness. Uh, the weirdness with um, Jack Parsons, you know. Uh, it's pretty cool, pretty funny, pretty 
good. This week also celebrating birthdays. Uh, hey, George Floyd, the guy who started the whole thing. All right, R.I.P. and happy birthday, Usher. Huh? We listened to a little Usher earlier on. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower celebrating a birthday pretty soon this week. Uh, all right, and Roger Moore, my James Bond. Okay, I know this new guy's very handsome, but and this is a wait. Who's the new guy? So wait, Daniel Craig is no. Retiring? The new guy's going to be a woman, but Daniel Craig. Wait, you wait, know, wait, James Bond's a woman. New guy's going to be a woman. Yeah, you're funny. No, serious. That's the deal. They're doing it. The one that's in No Time to Die. No, 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 no. After oh, that, this Dan- is Daniel oh, okay, Craig's okay. last movie. And I got then- it. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Are we going to go see it in the theaters? Uh, you know, I think I want to punish these people for not making it available online. You know? Gotta play safe. No face, no case. You know, that was weak, but you're in the mix. You're having fun. I like that. You're listening to LAAF. It's pretty hot. And now, the LAAF podcast presents Today in History. Ooh. Went back in time, ladies and gentlemen, to the day, October 12th, 1492. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. When when are we going to learn the indigenous people's rhyme? We don't have that. Yes, so that happened back in the day. Are you doing the Columbus story or shall no, I continue? Please continue. Oh, okay, he was born in Genoa, Italy in 1451. Little is known of his early life, contrary to popular legend, along with the Atlantic Ocean, lying between Europe, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, Queen Isabella, blah blah blah. Hey. Also, on October 11th in history, we don't want to forget that Jimmy Carter won the Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, am I not cover? Are are you not covering your favorite thing that happened in history on this day, October 12th? Cardi B's birth. 79 Douglas Adams Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy hits the bookstores the first in a trilogy of five uh, these books are a popular comedy science fiction group of novels um, that were originally created as a radio show in 1978 for BBC Radio um, I could not get through that book at all there's Aww. this guy named Arthur Dent he goes on intergalactic adventures he escapes the Earth's destruction there's several other characters including Ford Prefect who's this alien Marvin the depressed robot and the Vogans Vogans okay so you why do you like that book because I'm trying so to read some of these quotes and it's like so hard to read. Of course, you would you would hate it. It's I hate, clever. I hated philosophy. I took like it's one class. It's not philosophy at all. It's humor and cleverness. Like that's it's super clever. It's it's really it's so wordy. It's really clever though. Like and and the books are thin. They're not really they go all I mean would it save you a lot of time if I just gave up and went mad now? This is saying... Isn't it enough to see that a garden is beautiful without having to believe that there are fairies at the bottom of it, too? Well, I think we should believe there are fairies, because <laughs> the there ships, are. Here, this is a great one. The ships hung in the sky in much the same way that bricks don't. That doesn't make sense. That's cool. <laughs> is that like the metaphor, like when your ship comes in, your ship in the sky? Is that a thing? This this quote says there Remember was. Remember how we were talking about songwriting and being on the nose? It's like oh yeah yeah <laughs> only yeah. Like some language, 
appeals to some people and like if it's on the nose it doesn't appeal to me and that's why i love douglas adams is because he just he he so it's like a piece puts poetry run on sentences and going but it's humor you know space is big you you just won't believe how vastly hugely mind-bogglingly big it is i mean you may think it's a long way down the road to the chemists but that's just peanuts to space <laughs> i get it <laughs> For a moment, nothing happened. Then, after a second or so, nothing continued to happen. <laughs> you just love it. I mean, come on. He, these are short quotes. I'm reading you the short ones, I and know. there's so much cleverness captured in just okay. Um, go. And I appreciate him as an author. I do. I understand. It's 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 good literature. Yeah. So check out the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and if you want uh, more Douglas Adams, um, oh, uh, there's a compendium of short stories by Douglas Adams that like appeared in journals and newspapers and stuff like that all over the world, and they're just so funny and so clever and they're more like not for sci-fi people they're stories about you know dogs and going to the Rite Aid and you know stuff like that and it's he's uh, a a comedian primarily like he's a really a comedy writer in fact I think he wrote or co-wrote several uh, films you know several like funny films and plays and stuff like that Uh, BBC stuff uh, we're also we're usually honoring um, uh, uh, you know which cornerstones got laid when you know how we do that yes we we love to honor cornerstones the cornerstone okay well this week in history October 13th the cornerstone is laid for the presidential residence in the newly designated city of uh, Washington DC in 1800 John Adams became the first president to reside right upon that cornerstone he just slept up there they didn't build the rest of the White House yet, and so he just slept on the cornerstone. And also in 1773, the first insane asylum in the... Oh, so that was before they laid the... Oh. So first they did the insane asylum, then they yeah. made the White House. Yeah. That's a good... Just make sure you have you know some people to take from the insane asylum Let's to put, put in the crazy White House. people yeah. somewhere. That makes yeah. sense. And and then the thing was, it was in Virginia too. They put so people perfect. in them on the same day, and they took the people that were supposed to go in the insane asylum, right? And they put them in the White House, mm-hmm. and then they took the White House people and they put them in the insane asylum, and then it's been that way ever since. And that's why we got crazy people running this country, okay? That's why I'm saying you got to look out. Hillary Clinton, okay, Epstein, all right, QAnon. Also, this week in history, on October 14th, Chuck Yeager breaks the sound barrier. Uh, mm. I knew a guy who knew Chuck Yeager, and by all accounts, he was a dick. So, <laughs> that's my insider Chuck Yeager knowledge. I'm just saying. I knew a pilot or two who hung out at a little teeny airport where Chuck Yeager hang out, and um, their 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 accounting was that he was indeed a dick. So I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry to ruin it for you, Chuck Yeager fans. And uh, this is also the day we covered Matahari earlier in the earlier in the year, um, but. This is the date of her execution, you know. So as, oh no, as we all know the sexy, uh, seductive female spy from Paris. Uh, you know, yep, and she was caught and executed on October fifteenth in history in nineteen seventeen. Oh my goodness! Yeah. My- well, 
Speaking of executing women, um, this was also the day in history on October 12th when uh, the Salem witch trials are ended by oh. a letter from the province of Massachusetts Bay Governor William Phipps. Yeah, bad idea. Come on. You yeah. gotta have witches. They, yeah, they hung 19 people. Yeah, we and support witches. Guy with stones. Yeah. And we get two witch sponsors of the podcast. We have a witch co host. But first, listen to a word from our sponsor. We've got some serious trubs, my friend. We are not Smiles Times. Who screwed this up? this little earthquake over in New England that that no one official could diagnose, but a lot of people heard a loud boom and felt shaking. Oh, yeah. But it might have been so mild they couldn't feel it, like a 1.7 or something. Yeah, you wusses need to get your earthquake. We got global warming going on, okay? You think there's going to be less earthquakes in Europe or more, okay? There's going to be a lot more. Earthquakes, fires, volcanoes. Gear up, Europe. Gear up, Europe. Because things, they're going to get worse, all right? You thought that little 3.2 was the end of the road? Nope. Your cobblestone streets are going to be all busted up. Your three-story shanties lying picturesquely alongside your narrow driveways and walkways, pathways and gangways. You've seen too many James Bond movies. (laughs) (laughs) Gangways. Okay. You know, maybe we should try to go visit Europe before you start destroying it in your mind with fake earthquakes. I'm not. It's God that's going to do it. Don't you want to see any part of Europe? Okay. Because they didn't surrender during the revolution, God's going to punish them. Let's stop with the God punishing. This is not 1692. Um, God don't take breaks. (laughs) <laughs> okay, God's not like, what oh, I'll take a century off because there's less believers now. No, God be out there punishing, all right? God be getting some God business done. You like my hat? Hey, that's my line. Hey, do you like my hat? I do like your hat. Well, it's available at the link in the Instagram bio. Just go to the LAAF podcast <laughs> on Instagram, click our bio, and buy our hat. Guess what we sold last week? A our hat. first hat. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Thank you to everybody who sponsors the podcast. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, whatever the fuck this was, go to patreon.com slash LAAF and you can do like a dollar a month or you can do $25 a month and you get the birthday perk, right? But my suggestion is if you're on a budget, just cancel it after we send you the birthday perk. You don't have to, just one will do it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we'll make that uh, available in some format that makes some sort of fucking sense at some point. But yeah, hey, Granddaddy Jeff Wong, right? Mom, official mom of the podcast, Cindy Simmons, uh, one of one of many witches on the board, uh, Jane Claire Swinson. We got uh, a special thanks to all of these people, the Patreon sponsors, right? I didn't know we had a board. Boards are boring. I'm nominating them to the board of directors of the LAAF podcast. You don't want directors. You're They're enough of a director. They're sitting right now going, oh shit, is this like on paper? No, <laughs> nothing's ever on paper. we have to go meet every week around a, a oval table mm, they make it happen all right donna newman jake allen these are the people 
All right, they send us money every month. They buy our hats and they wear it. They're fans, actual true fans that support the podcast with money. Okay, Unlike no, the fake fans no who listen on SoundCloud okay. for 10 seconds okay. and then turn us off. Oh, it's okay. We want you too, fans. Don't listen to him. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and oh, has yeah. been widely regarded as a bad move. Now, this kind of cynicism just seems to run <laughs> amok this time of year with all of these people born on this day. That's Douglas Adams, right? I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He and Aleister Crowley, <laughs> just saying. A towel is about Cynics. the most massively useful thing an interstellar hitchhiker can have. Partly, it has great practical value. You can wrap it around you for warmth as you bound across the cold moons of the Jaglin Belt. You can lie on it on the brilliant marble-sanded beaches of Santragnius V, inhaling the heady sea vapors. You can sleep under it, beneath the stars which shine so redly on the desert world of Kafirkun. Use it to sail a mini-raft down the slow, heavy river moth. Wet it for use in hand-to-hand combat. Wrap it around your head to ward off noxious fumes or avoid the gaze of the ravenous bug-bladder beast of Trawl. You can wave your towel in emergencies as a distress signal and, of course, dry yourself off with it if it still seems to be clean enough. This is straight... This is just as fantasy-like as any kind of fairy tale, as <laughs> yeah. any kind of fairies. These are, they're boy fairy tales. They happen in space so that we can avoid the, you know, the, the gender confusion that comes along with fairy tales. My favorite James Bonds were Sean Connery and Pierce Brosnan. Now, they don't know who will be next, but they are thinking of Idris Elba, which since his turn in Cats, he may be the first James Bond ever to have also played a cat on wow. TV. So we'll see about that. They're also considering Tom Hardy and Rene Jean Page, the guy from Bridgerton. So only guys are being considered? I was wrong? That's just what this one article says. Nothing's been announced yet by the Broccoli family. Check the public check the publication date. It was like June of last year. Hey, there are girls named James. Big things have happened in the Bond community since you've checked in is all I'm saying, Grace. Okay? It could be a transgen- transgender man. Oh. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, uh, as long as... Uh, uh, as that long would be as, really fun, actually. As long as they can, like, kick some ass, you know? Yeah, and, it's just all you need is the martini. And drive a tiny car. Drive a tiny car. Really fast. And have a good accent. I think it needs to have an accent. Don't you think Bond needs think, to have an accent? I think accent? that's what made Sean Connery I the mean, best. I mean, maybe we're yeah. being anti-something doing that. But, like, I think if it's a girl, it's if it's a trans a person, accent. if it's whatever it is, it should be a British person. Because really the story is the British Secret Service. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know? That's BSS. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. When you were little, do you remember the moment when you realized your name was James and it was also, like in James, King James Bible and also like James Bond and were you like oh that's oh well it was a bad thing or that was, it was it like Jimmy Crackcorn it was a bad thing that it was in the King James Bible because that was a, a no no we didn't read that Bible oh I see house. I see in your cult yeah in our, <laughs> yes and um, uh, and then I learned that the origin of the name the first one the first uh, king who was called James was James the Conqueror. Oh, you liked that when of you were England, a little boy. And so I dug that. While you were building your sand castles and fairy check us houses. Up, uh, check us up on all the, uh, on all the things, LAF Podcast, uh, patreon.com slash LAF Podcast. This has been lovely, Grace. I appreciate you. Thank you. If you built a sand castle as a little boy, I would put my fairy figurines all over it. I know you would. You do it currently. Very kind of you. Hollywood. Ignorati. Shut up. The kids loved it. 
Thanks, everybody. That's a wrap. Monday's call. Wow. This has been so much fun. We should do this again. Oh, yeah. Sure.